Money FM 89.3. Best of your money. Market View on Money FM 89.3. Asian markets are trading mixed this morning. The Nikkei is up more than 1% in Tokyo. The ASX 200 is trading down by more than 1%, though, in Sydney. Seoul is in the red as well, but not as much. The Kospi is currently down about one-third of a percent. Joining me now to discuss what is moving markets this week is Ryan Huang. How's the weekend, Ryan? Oh, weekend's been good. Always a good weekend. Yeah, it was great to have a break. How about yours? Sure. Well, I, you know, it was great to have some sunshine, and there were lots of birthday parties to attend, so it was all good. Let's start this morning with a development that upended Japan's political world on Friday, which is set to continue dominating investor conversations this morning. And that's news that Prime Minister Yoshihide Suga will essentially be stepping down after just one year in office. Suga announced he will not be taking part in the race later this month for leadership of the governing Liberal Democratic Party. As the LDP has a majority in Japan's parliament, whoever wins that race will likely be the next Prime Minister. So Ryan, on Friday, the Nikkei jumped to more than 2% on the news. Why are investors initially cheering Suga's decision to step down? Yeah, it comes off the back of after a year where he's been struggling with popularity ratings. And of course, in the backdrop of COVID-19, he's been criticised quite heavily with how he managed the pandemic. Uh, we've got the, of course, Olympics, Paralympics. Those have wrapped up and those have been heavily criticised as well. And that is now with him resigning because he thinks he doesn't have enough support right now. And with the potential of a new successor, that also raises the prospects of more spending from whoever takes charge next, maybe infrastructure spending, maybe policy or even stimulus. So all of that is being priced in right now as um, a potential lift for markets. Well, who are the leading contenders then to take his place? Yeah, good question. So who is next? In fact, it will be number 100 for Ooh. the Japanese Prime Minister. So that would be a, the next in line. So you've got, I think, two people who are in the front running right now. One of them is Vaccine Minister Taro Kono. Mm -hmm. He is being backed by Sugar himself. And you have the other front runner who is backed by his predecessor, Shinzo Abe. So he is backing the former Internal Affairs Minister, Sane Takaichi. And she, if she takes the job, would be the first female Prime Minister if that happens. So it's quite interesting to see how this is going to play out. Well, from the analysts that you've been speaking with, Ryan, do you expect this upcoming change in Japan's leadership to continue to give markets a boost? Yeah, it could because it might give some clarity um, to how the Japanese economy, to some extent, will get better direction and turn the Japanese markets. So that could be the cloud that lifts if we get a well better supported leader in that sense in Japan. So it could, in theory, be good news for markets. The other big global story that investors are likely to be assessing this morning is a hiring slowdown in the United States. The latest figures show that the US economy stumbled in August, adding a lot fewer jobs than expected. So what's the latest on this front? Yeah, it was a big miss on Friday and let's run through the numbers. We were expecting a non-farm payrolls August print of 720,000. We only got 235,000. So it's a huge significant slowdown from July's reading which was around 1.05 million. So 
really reflecting how the Delta variant of COVID-19 has led to health restrictions being put in place in some cities and states. So that really put a break on hiring prospects, or at least what re- happened in August, and puts a bit of a, a spanner when, I think, when it comes to what F- FOMC might do. Because we've heard from the past few weeks how Fed officials have been talking about robust numbers justifying um, tapering. But now with this latest number, it kind of puts things into to um, question whether mm-hmm. that is enough. In trade on Friday, investors largely shrugged off those jobs numbers. The Dow and the S&P 500 finished a little lower. The Nasdaq hit a bit higher. Both the S&P 500 and the Nasdaq had hit all-time highs a day earlier. Now, the question for many investors is, does the US rally still have legs or has it peaked? Well, at least one analyst sees some early warning signs that a bubble has formed and it's ready to pop. That analyst, Miller Tabak's Chief Market Strategist Matt Maley. Ryan, why is Maley worried? Well, I would well, I would say though, he is not the first to flag that it might be uh, a correction might happen in the markets. So his his reason is because he is seeing some familiar signs. What he saw back in the dot-com bubble, for example, where stocks shot sky high for no real fundamental reason. And that is being seen in the likes of AMC, GameStop and whatnot. So that at least is what he is warning might happen because we are seeing similar signs of um, how markets are pushing up for no other no real reason. We've seen how that's been happening in record highs week after week. Uh, to some extent, he is also pointing his finger at specs. How that seems to be going into a bit of a frenzy where you have investors just taking a leap of faith, putting their money in blank check companies which don't have a business, who have yet to identify a business to buy. So that is reflecting how... Markets are maybe too expensive, maybe overbought, but you know, it's very hard to tell these days whether you can use the historical perspectives as accurately as before because mm. things have changed so much. Indeed. Uh, the US markets closed this evening for the US Labor Day holiday. Let's bring the conversation back home now to Singapore where there are several headlines to touch on, starting with insider trading, the legal kind, the kind where companies and corporate directors declare their trades. So Ryan, if we take a look at the latest data from a week ago, Friday through last Thursday's a lot of activity on this front. A dozen companies bought back their own shares. About 17 corporate directors did so as well. Which companies are leading the buyback activity, Ryan? Yeah, when companies do buybacks, it's mm. a reflection of how maybe they think the stock is undervalued and they are snapping it up at a bargain. So we have actually, interestingly, the banks um, in the conversation here. And OCBC and UOB are leading the tally. You've got OCBC buying back around 1.18 million shares at an average price of $11.59 per share. UOB buying back 290,500 shares, average price $25.72. And just for comparison, if you look at where UOB is right now, uh, it's trading at around $25.56. That is around where it bought it at. And you have OCBC trading right now at 11.62. It bought it at 11.59. So that is um, the latest stock price. And of course, both have been doing quite well this year, up around more than 30% year to date. 
Among the other companies whose directors are buying back shares, Tyson Electric, Hobie Land, the Straits Trading Company, and Lendley's Global Commercial REIT. Now, speaking of REITs, last week we talked about how FTSE Russell is adding 11 Singapore REITs to a global index and how that move could boost interest in stocks. Well, now it seems this has come to light. There's been heavy trading in these counters. Ryan, fill us in. Yeah, quick question though. Um, banks did more than 30% for the past year rather than year to date. So mm-hmm. back to REITs, uh, we are looking at the STI, some of those familiar names in the REIT space, just getting more activity off the back of how some of these um, S-REITs will be included in the FTSE APRA NARI Global Developed Index. So when that happens, you will see more funds um, just buying up the REITs as a consequence of them being in the uh, index. So that is seeing the likes of Maple Tree Logistics Trust, as well as Maple Tree Commercial Trust, Ascenders Reed, Singapore Airlines, Giant Matheson Holdings, uh, those among the names receiving the highest net inflows. So those will be, I think, names to continue watching as we head towards 17th of September, which is when the names of these 11 REITs join the FTSE APRA NARI Global Developed Index. Now, another story that we are tracking is Singapore's crackdown on the world's largest cryptocurrency exchange, Binance. On Thursday, the Monetary Authority of Singapore, MAS, said Binance may be violating local rules that prohibit it from soliciting business from Singapore's residents without a license. MAS ordered Binance to cease providing payment services here. Well, Binance has reacted. What actions is it taking, Ryan? Yeah, so what we have here is two entities at play here. So Binance.com which is the global entity, uh, they will stop offering some products in Singapore. And this in the wake of how regulators last week said the company may be in breach of the country's Payment Services Act. So effectively, they will be ceasing Singapore dollar trading pairs and payment options and also removing their app from the Singapore iOS and Google Play stores this Friday. So they are advising users uh, using that app, at least on the Binance.com front, to complete all related peer-to-peer trades and remove related trade advertisements by Thursday. So that will affect any user on Binance.com. So what's worth noting is you have a separate entity, Binance.sg, that is a Singapore entity which functions under Binance Asia Services. They are currently um, having their license application under review from the MAS and for now they are currently exempt from holding a license. So for those users under that entity, um, no impact as of now. So that is the difference between what's happening Mm -hmm. between um, Binance.com and Binance.sg. All right, time for corporate news. It's a quick Monday morning game of up or down. Are you ready, Ryan? Let's go. Let's start with Didi. All right, Didi is going to be an up for me. So they have come out to um, deny recent reports that the Chinese government has been pushing for an investment to control the company. So that should be a bit of reassurance to investors. Shares of Didi jumped 10% last week amid reports that the Chinese government may acquire a majority stake in it. So definitely up for me. Next, Moderna. All right, Moderna is going to be a down for me and that's because it is lagging, lagging in the sense that you have Dr. Anthony Fauci saying that the US is like to give the go-ahead to give Um, COVID-19 vaccine booster shots by Pfizer, but not yet Moderna because Moderna's paperwork is not yet complete. So Pfizer ahead of the game there. 
yeah, so down for me as well. For Moderna, it could take a while before it gets regulatory approval to be used as a booster shot. Uh, Pfizer likely to get that go-ahead first. All right, next, when it comes to airlines, I thought we'd look at Philippine Airlines. Yeah, it's in the news for a reason I'm going to say it's down. Uh, it has filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy in New York. So that is with a lender-supported plan. So it does have a plan in place, but it is going to, well, go through a tougher time before it gets better first. Yeah, another sign of how the pandemic has really devastated global travel. Next, let's look at Marvel. All right, Marvel. That Mm -mm -mm. is going to be an up for me because its latest movie, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings was a huge blockbuster. In fact, it's the second highest opening for any film during the pandemic, just behind Black Widow. So Tony Leung fans and to a certain extent uh, fans of the elite, uh, Simi Liu, have been really pushing up this movie. Yeah, that's all the young people over the weekend could talk about, really, uh, that I was around anyway. Have you caught it yet? I will be watching it when I have some time. <laughs> there we go. So it's on the watch list. Shang-Chi released over the weekend. Already the second best performing movie at the box office since the pandemic broke out. So definitely an up for Marvel for me. Let's turn to Singapore now. We are 18 minutes into the local trading day. The Straits Times Index finished marginally lower Friday at 30.83. It was flat for the weekend overall. How is the STI trading this morning? Yeah, pretty much in line with the rest of the region, most of the region at least. You've got um, Singapore markets right now underwater by 0.2%. 3,084 points is the latest look. And taking a snapshot of the STI, a bit more red than green. And right at the bottom, we've got the likes of Jardim Matheson down around 1%, followed by Singtel and Taibev. And on the other end, You've got ComfortDelGro leading the way with a rise of over 1%. So that is um, going to be the look we have right now for opening minutes. And of course, worth noting, Japan is really on a bit of a bounce this morning. And that's around how Japanese investors are pricing in more upside ahead of um, potentially a new successor for Yoshihide Sugar, who has quit after one year in the job and also worth watching Hong Kong. The Hang Seng Index gets a bit of a makeover today with three new names. So it will be expanding from 58 to 60 as a wider approach to reduce its dependence on financial stocks. Among the names uh, will be Sing E Glass Holdings as well as sports retailer Leaning. Mm. All right, Asian markets mix. We'll keep an eye on the pulse of them. Later on in the show, we look at SPACs. Singapore Exchange has unveiled new rules that allow for uh, special purpose acquisition companies to list here after easing some measures viewed as too strict by some participants. It's seeking to tap a global trend in such listings, even as other regulators around the world cast a more critical eye on SPACs and the risks that they hold for investors. So what does this, uh, what SSGX is doing mean for you, the investor? going to find out at 1005 before acting on the information on money fm please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives financial situation and risk tolerance to listen to more great interviews download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app that's a w e d i o available on google play or the app store